Hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I'm an all wrestling referee. I'm going to JR Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a sovereign honor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the one fall show. We did not discuss who would be talking at the end of that song. No, we didn't. So I and I'm jumped good, in. Good job. Where, where's Chuck when we need him, man? Oh, man. I like how it all came to an end, and I and I, I think I looked up and I went, oh, no. <laughs> what are we going to do? I, I was on my phone, so I just pointed. I'm like, ah, <laughs> not oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was here for it. This is my first rodeo. Uh, <laughs> It may always sound like it is my first time ever being on the podcast each week, but it never actually is. Fair. Woo. Fair assumption. Oh, so I am excited to be here. Finally got that deadweight Chuck Bean out of my show. <laughs> Finally, he's gone. Call me Senpai, Chuck. And uh, it's, a, it's a new world. We get, the, we, get, we get those ancient ghouls out of gorilla position. And the show changes entirely. Isn't that right, everybody? Isn't that right, Chuck? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So uh, I'm Shawnee Constant. I have been uh, on this show for many, many episodes, uh, several of which were deleted uh, by someone who will remain nameless. Mm -hmm. uh, but we've got over 100 now. And uh, yeah. yet still morbidly unpopular. But that's going to change. That's going to change. One day people are going to realize the gems we have on this show mm -hmm. in my two co-hosts here. No. Uh, first, let me introduce you to uh, the world's youngest old, Justin Valentine. How you doing, Justin? <laughs> it's a big week for WWE, sir. Oh, it's a huge Ooh, week. I cannot wait to get into it. Um, and I'm putting CM Punk on blast. Ooh, today. nice. nice. Oh, I God, I already know what you're going to talk about, and it's not going to be a lot at all. It's I, you know what? It's going to be factual, what I say. You're okay. fine. You're welcome to draw heat with, with Mr. Punk. I call him Phil from time to time. Yep. Uh, He's Phil yes. today. Have you, ever, have you ever seen him in the octagon? Whoop. He shoots <laughs> his ass. Now, to be fair, you have not seen me in the octagon. So, what the fuck do I know? But, you know, you know who does know something? Oh, oh, let me tell you. Our North Star. Ooh. Our Scales of Justice. Oh. The fulcrum around which this show rotates Damn right the, the the sun that shines down upon the fans of the Shine one fall bright. show and gives us warmth to grow warmth. oh yes she is a keynote speaker she's a keynote listener listener she is an award-winning white woman google <laughs> rock and roll journalist <laughs> and jack to the gills and 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 my understand now also a feature writer on WrestlingInc.com. WrestlingInc.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Erica Banis. Uh, thank Okay. All right. Well, I will say, uh, you know, this just in. Uh, <laughs> very, very important news. I went to the dentist yesterday. 36 years old. Still cavity free. Hey! hey how about that? Ooh. Add that to her. Yeah. Nice. Cavity, cavity free. Cavity free. Erica yeah. So, uh, years. yeah. So how about that? We don't have a lot to talk about today. Oh, just to address in the chat. Uh, so Chuck is busy working. Yeah, but he Chuck is, uh, you know, don't, don't, you can actually listen to both at the same time because a radio and a computer are two different devices. 
So, or a phone and a computer. Chuck's on, on the riff right now. He's covering uh, from the night WRIF yes. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, find him on you know, your radio or machines. Yes. Sometimes machinery. there are other machines that'll find these things. Machinery. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes. Heavy machinery. All right. Heavy machinery, yes. Twitch has been addressed. Twitch yes. has been addressed. Where do we Just, start? I mean, I think, I mean, SummerSlam. Like, I mean, it's 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 the hot goss, hot story. Slam in the summer. Uh, scale of 1 to 10. Let's start there. Scale of 1 to 10, being real, probably, I'm going to go, yeah, let's go 8. Nice, nice. You know, I agree. I, I'd say an eight. You know, it. Um, there was a point during the show where, like, um, I had to like stop watching, and there had to be a quick family meeting. Everything's fine. Okay. Uh, good, good. Yeah, everything's fine. But like everything that I saw, like outstanding uh, beginning. Yes. The <laughs> the main event was incredibly silly, and <laughs> oh, um, I'm just you know I <sighs> look. I, gotta, I just I, like, I gotta I say to, this for Justin. I gotta say. This for, if AEW had tried to pull that off, at least six people backstage would have died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, here's the thing. Anytime farm equipment gets involved, I'm like, oh okay, this God. could either be amazing or end in tragedy. That? There is no middle. Like, I let's hand it to Brock is- just to be able to ride down that extremely narrow. narrow like, so you have that. And like, let's- hey, bro, can you sell a few less seats on each side? Fuck no. No. <laughs> He's Make got it, it. Make it work. I, and you give them credit because think about what they pulled off. Like getting that ring up like that without hurting Roman, without hurting anyone in the first couple rows. Oof. You know what I mean? Like, And to make it look good, of course, for the sake of the show. That's not easy. Let's not get crazy about not hurting Roman, though. He's the one from The Matrix when Brock dropped that mic on him, and he not only caught it with one hand, like you didn't even, I did not even notice on no, the live they didn't feed. Even, nope. And then fucking gave the wink like a motherfucker, yeah. just selling the shit out of that moment. Like yes. that should have a billion views by today. If yes. you have not seen the mic flip, good lord. Yes. That was incredible. I'm but shocked I, they didn't make note of that during the show. I don't know, maybe it wasn't planned or not. And they next didn't time catch Roman's it? on, that's going to be just all over it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's check this out again. I could not believe that that was after I saw the video. And there's like live, like actual video, not just fan video of the moment. Oh, yeah, so, sure. So it's like, I don't and know. And people how, did see it. Yeah. I just, I, so, I mean, like, if the fans caught it, I've, how the someone or someone backstage, like, oh, yo, I see what sell you're that. Saying, like, ah, gotcha. Sell that moment because then Brock pounced on him. That could have been like, you know, Roman's, you know, Tease Brock enough, and Brock was like, "Man, fuck you!" And just—I think everyone was just distracted by the fact that there was a giant piece of farm equipment <laughs> at ringside. <laughs> That's why we missed it. It was huge. Yeah, that was—it was such. I mean, start to finish, it was—it was a great pay per view. Not every match was perfect. I don't mean it in that sense. I, sure, but I mean it in the sense of it was entertaining. Like she mentioned, great opening, Bianca and Becky. Great, outstanding. Uh, great match. And then that moment for Triple H to start SummerSlam like, yo, we're bringing three people back in the first segment. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. Go. And like, the fact that they they huge. were women, I think, is a, is a major statement yes. as well. And I think it was also reflected in 
the in Monday Night Raw last night, 100%. where like to, like to me, like well, I mean, I don't know. They, I think they have to work on the pacing of Raw. Like I prefer AEW's pacing. You know, the breakneck pacing, where it's just like you have to sit here and you can't even take a piss. Yeah, like Raw, like I, I can walk away and 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 whatnot. But uh, like the women were the highlight of Raw last night. Yes. Oh, in my yeah. in my eye, like that it wasn't even close. Was great. Yeah. I loved that open. I did not see. When Becky, she, she turns it over and they mm-hmm. have this love fest and it felt very, very authentic. Yeah. yeah. And then she gets jumped backstage. I was like, mother, you mother. Yeah. Like, you- Who's in charge of this show? This is great. <laughs> yes. Poor and Bianca I, running in heels. I know. Going, ha, ha, I know. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, come on. If she had that spot, give her some shoes. Come on. Or Let her wear the, some flats. Take the heels off. No. This big man left one note. <laughs> All the women have like, to run in heels. In That's the his opening kink. segment on this date, I need to see Bianca Belair running in heels yep. because it's uncomfortable and it's funny to uh, see people in pain. Right. Uh, raw, I mean, it goes back to the same thing. And it's funny because a lot of people are bringing up what Triple H said years ago, he wants it to be two hours too. Yeah. It needs to be two hours. Mm-hmm. Raw will forever have a horrible pace because even with the rosters back together, it's tough. Yeah. You got to get commercials in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and all, like, it is tough for any weekly show to be three hours. It could be Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite. If any of those shows were three hours, we'd be saying the same thing. Yeah. But I do love the idea of Raw now being a spot where I can drop in and enjoy some time. Yes. Not feel like it's a chore. And I don't know yet yeah. if this is already seeing the changes. And I do believe we are seeing changes. I yes. think we're yes. seeing positive things definitely in the women's division. Mm-hmm. No shock there, right? right. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, long time a champion of the women's division, but also Triple H helping to foster that mm-hmm. championing uh, it, it, you know, with the, the black and gold brand. Um, and I think we're going to see it in the tag team. I love the fact that Rollins was talking about splitting up the team and making like wink wink jokes about uh, the Street Profits splitting up. I don't think there's no doubt in my mind that by the end of this year, the Street Profits were going to get split up because that's what Vince McMahon does. It's sort of his business model. It goes back to that statement he made one time that, uh, you know, why pay two people when I can pay one person, you know? And, you know, he was probably being glib and funny at the moment. It's going to be very strange to look back on Vince McMahon, right? Because we have several different views. We have this Obviously, very potent businessman. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have Mr. McMahon, the character, mm-hmm. which I think is the lens we all sort of see the guy through. Mm-hmm. And then we have, you know, the reality of the thing, which is none of us really has much understanding of other than whatever yeah. court transcripts we're allowed to see. <sighs> right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but those two areas, I think taking the women's division seriously, the most important. Yeah. But I think taking the tag, if you're going to have tag team division, take it seriously. I, yes. Yeah, that you makes sense. You know, yeah. um, this, this fact that we've had like, at any given time, three or four tag teams over the last several years shows how little regard there has yeah. been paid to it. Mm-hmm. And if you want this to be uh, a mimicry, a, a, a satire of sport, then yeah. you need to take some things kind of seriously. Yeah. I had a thought, and I've had this thought for a couple of weeks, and I keep forgetting to look it up or ask somebody, and then I had the thought again last night when the Prophets brought up that they took the tag titles off of Seth, who was Seth's partner at the time. Buddy Matthews. No, I didn't even remember that. Where the hell is Buddy? Not th- to switch over to AEW. I think he might. I, I mean, the, just the injury is bug. Is he hurt? I think so. I never heard officially that he was hurt, but he has not been seen with House of Black in weeks. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. haven't addressed it, but in the, whether it be promos, out yeah, in the no. ring, Very has interesting not question. been with them. 
So I don't know if there's something going on with him. I haven't officially heard, heard that he was hurt because, you know, again, it's one of those things where, yes, you could take the tag team division seriously, but the one thing that Triple H's hands are tied on that he's going to have to figure out is he's not working with a lot of tag teams right now. Sure, like sure. Like moving in. So you either got to bring people back, don't know who there is to bring back or bring over, or create some now. Right. right? Do you give Seth a partner? I think one area where... Oh, do you have some Sorry. news on Buddy Matthews? Yes, uh, shoulder injury. Okay. So we, that makes uh, sense. I, I don't see... It, it. They don't disclose how long he'll be out, but like shoulder injuries usually are pretty... Sucky. It's been so. at least a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been a minute. So, um, but uh, uh, so, uh, what was the last thing you had said? I the tag team division. Of, oh, oh, do yes. you create some or what do you do here? Um, I think that the important thing is, and and I think we're already seeing it. Um, I'm I'm sidestepping your question, but not intentionally. We can go back to it. I don't have a great answer, but I think, like. The interchangeability of all of these slots, like Vince McMahon reveled in the fact that he had created this model where he could just slide people in and out. Yeah. Um, he had no pulse on the actual fans, right? I was no. watching before the show here today, I was watching the uh, the interview he did on the Pat McAfee show back in March. Yeah. And he was talking about like, hey, the fans are the only thing that matter, right? Giving the fans what they want. Now he had this sort of strange rat maze of like, you have to do, you know, juke left to give them what they want on the right and all this nonsense triple h understands that the fans love oscar and love uh um um um, oh my lord who was with alexa bliss alexa bliss thank you very much yeah little miss bliss we love these two characters we have always loved these two characters so it wasn't just like okay who who hasn't gotten the time or however vince mcmahon decided i i was like this these are the two women I want to see fight. Yeah. yeah. And then it's building into this bigger thing, right? Where it's going to be uh, on one side. Oh, this is very exciting. I love seeing Bailey back. Yes. I love that she's wearing a pants with just all the pockets, like Rob Lee, Liefeld characters. They are the most Rob intense. Rob Liefeld's feet, by the way, we're on, yeah. uh, we're on Twitch. Look at that. The, the most intense cargo pants I've ever seen. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh my God, did you yeah. have to special order those? Like, I've never seen cargo yeah. pants yeah. like that. I love the red tit in her hair. Right now that she had going on, I'm okay. Nice little yeah. touch. I'm yeah. a big Bailey fan, and I enjoy this a lot. I I was skeptical when she swerved heel, but by the end of it, as much as she was a, 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 a almost a shit heel with the whole ding dong stuff, yeah. Like I was like, I'm kind of laughing at you, but I'm also I'm laughing with you because I love you and I want to do that. Yeah. But now I feel she's like she's embodying this character beautifully, and what a great. That, again, not just interchangeable parts, not just two people. Like ooh, new people. No, this is. Io uh, Sky, Io yes. Shirai, who I've long said is like, I think in the top five in the world, regardless of gender. I think so, yeah. And Dakota Kai, who people just love. If Chuck was here today, he, he loves Dakota Kai, going yeah. back to day one when she first showed up in WWE. I thought of Chuck when her music hit. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, boy. They did it. I loved I mean, there's so much about it, uh, you know, with Bailey. I was skeptical as well of how can she work as a heel, especially because she was such a precious baby face, right? Oh, and yeah. that's yes. just who she is. Yes, mm-hmm. right. And she embodied that character like without change for a very exactly. long yeah. time, right? Like it was like, oh, you're perfecting this. You're like Ric Flair. You're going to be doing this. Yes. You're going to have the little wobbly air people yeah. when you're 75 doing your, your go away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's it. And now having her as a group leader, I love that. That's a nice touch, right? Before it was just her and Sasha Banks, and that was as much as they work well together. They're best friends. Blah blah blah. Sasha's the bigger star. Yeah. We know that. And that didn't help Bailey's push nope. at all mm. as a heel. 
because you can't take Bailey as a heel when we look at this pairing. And even though Bailey's holding all the gold, Sasha's a star here. And not just for storyline purposes, but even when they're trying to convince us that Bailey's the one right now, no, she's not. Sasha's a star. You give two formidable, credible backups in Dakota Kai and EO Sky, who we love, who we know, who could be on their own, who could survive on their own but also perfect to back up Bailey because we look at those three. As much as we love Dakota, as much as we love EO, Bailey's a star there. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly what they need. It's the perfect combination. I saw someone saying that. I had to laugh. If Vince was in charge, it would have been Natalia and Tamina coming out with <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And th- this idea that, again, the interchangeability being gone is uh, like y- you don't have to have an hour and a half of the three-hour show be women's wrestling certainly could do that with this roster yeah, that you totally. have. Yeah. But what you the, the the fact that it was like, okay, you're gonna have um tier A star versus tier A, B heel and none of that mattered. Like, no, 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 no. Constantly be telling me stories with Bailey, with uh, um with, with with Sasha, with like all those four horsewomen from NXT. Always mm-hmm. be telling me stories with them, keeping in mind that when they are not on TV, the other people are still going to be continuing to tell their story, right? Yeah. If you have, you're just like, oh, well, it's uh, it's it's Tamina's turn. Well, she's not telling anybody else's story. Right. Because she's not connected to anybody else's story, right? Mm-hmm. right? It's just not there. Well, and and that's where this big picture, I think, is going to be so much fun to start dissecting. And it's that's, I think, a lot of the fun of being a huge, you know, a, a week-to-week wrestling fan is is putting these, the, the you know, the, the Charlie Day yarn and photo (laughs) wall together and i used to do that all the time with chuck and like it never came to be and finally i was like oh they're just writing garbage they're not trying to make a bigger story like there is no there is no infinity war at the end of this it's just another week of putting uh baby face a uh versus you know it's oh well and that's the thing that we get to look forward to with triple h at the helm is that he's a big story queen yeah you know i mean we got rid of we got rid of the size queen and now we're bringing in the story queen and i feel like that is going to appeal not just to you know the enthusiastic wrestling fan like like the three of us and of course chuck too who is downstairs uh and and likely anybody who's listening to us talk right now uh but to the quote-unquote casual fan because like there are still like casual fans or, or like perhaps like okay so my my boss's boss has a young son who's just now getting into wrestling mm-hmm. right. so like you know and and he's nine so like you you know it's one thing to appeal to like adults like us, but like you, you do have like it is still like wrestling's wrestling's a, a you know a hoot. It's it appeals to young kids because yes. it's so over the top and crazy, and yeah. there's lights and there's big sounds and people do flippy crap and it's great. So like you know it's you know I feel like Triple H has that mind to to appeal to just a variety of people at once, you know, not necessarily with like one, like with a variety of stories, like, you know, okay, like hour one, we're going to scratch this itch, but then hour two, we're going to do this and hour three, we're going to, you know, close it out with this. So it's just, it's exciting that we're going to be returning to episodic raw and that in SmackDown, of course. And that's fantastic. Yes. It's crazy. You talk about the women's division and say all of this and we are, Forget it. A, Becky Lynch went face and now she's hurt. Bummer. So, and it sucks. 
So Very Finn Balor. So yeah, yeah. Right. So and we say this about how great the women's division looks, and that's not even including Becky. Mm-hmm. Charlotte is still out with an injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sasha and Naomi sound like they're on their way back, which is fantastic. That's, that's great amazing. news. I and and, and it, it can't be shocking because people love to work for Triple H, whether sure. it be for the reasons that we say because of the product. And obviously we can't speak on it, but clearly, and we've heard about this, he takes care of his people. They genuinely like working for him. They feel appreciated. They feel like he elevates their career. You talk about all the people in NXT, the Adam Coles of the world, and all of, everyone from the black and gold mm-hmm. NXT to the women's division. We Champa. talk about how much. Champa. One week into Triple H being in control, and Champa's in the title picture. Which is amazing. How amazing is that? Amazing. I love that. We get Champa versus Bobby Lashley next week. That's going to be cool. You know what? I was, like, I was watching, and I'm like, I might get to see the psycho killer champa just come out and face bubby like <laughs> that's crazy why why it's crazy is beyond me right yeah. like but all along you're like the psycho killer's in wwe i can't wait to see this and then yeah. you're like no 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 the psycho killer you mean bunny mcgillicuddy yeah no no, no 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 he runs around and pinches people's butts <laughs> like oh great gimmick wonder who thought of this one <laughs> Great gimmick. Oh, and it's funny, too, because they didn't uh, change Champa in the sense of he's still with The Miz. But yet, even though he's still with The Miz, you still see a change. There, right? Well, there is clearly some division. Like, they're, they are planting the seeds to uh, oh, yeah. a Champa's few there. Gonna take the, his ass oh, off. it's going to be beautiful, too, because, like, there's that whole thing. Of, like, I, th- I think it was, a, like, a backstage promo on He Raw mentioned... Even though you didn't come out and say, yeah, that's, yes. yeah. Didn't even though you didn't, he- oh, even though you didn't help me beat Logan Paul, which holy shit, Logan Paul, by the way. What the uh, hell? He has no business being so good. Like, it's so, it's almost a, like. I'm I like, hate he- it because he's such an asshole. But exactly. I'm like, damn it, he's so good. I, well, I, I, I shared like in, in our group chat, like Eric's like, this guy sucks as a human, but. Damn it, he's really athletic. Right, he's so, really good. He hit, a, he hit an announce table spot better than Shane McMahon has ever in his life. He almost like I look. I've never jumped from the top rope ever. Nor do I. Nor do I have any interest. But he seemed to get like so much power. Like he was dangerously close to like overshooting it. And like that's not a small no. piece of land to to like sh- the jump across. Yeah. I feel like Miz's rib injury was legit because he hit. All of he, that. Oh, yeah. All of that. Definitely. From that far and that high, that's mm-hmm. a lot of impact on your ribs. And he's not... Exactly. He's, he's not like a small guy. He's got some He's got yeah. some meat and some mass to him. Yeah. So, like, ow. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him moving forward because everything he's done has been centered around The Miz. Mm-hmm. And now what? Right? Because he teamed with The Miz. He beat The Miz. He's got a multi-year, multi-event deal. Who do you pair him with that's going to make him look good? Because as great as he looks... He's still not obviously a full-time wrestler, right? Right. Yeah. Even with Pat McAfee, they've been strategic of who they put him in the ring with, right? Someone like Theory, young and athletic, can make him look good, and it, with Pat's style, Pat and Corbin have a long history. Mm. We knew that was gonna work, right? Mm. Which that was and, probably, and it was good. It was the sloppiest Pat McAfee match, and that's not a knock on Pat because it was still good. It was more the fact that. His other matches were so like yeah, it did feel top notch, a little less crisp. But he was probably doing more. And man, I, I think the hype for that was so much fun. Like yeah, to to get me to like, I'm like, you're gonna make me watch Baron Corbin every week, you <laughs> sons of bitches. Like yeah, you, you this, did how, it. how many years has this been now that I've watched this this dirty son of a bitch just 
this clownish fucking angles that they make him play. I'm like, I gotta watch him again. But then when he sh- comes out with the <laughs> with the board with the mugshot and that stupid hat on, and he's doing the, the old I got a ticket gimmick, and he's like, I'm gonna kill him. And he's like, You can't kill him. He's like, bought a ticket. You know, like <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, I can't wait to see this match. <laughs> like this stupid match. Yep. I do uh, love the ticket buying trope, by the yeah. way. And everyone does it at some point, and it's always funny. Yeah. Like every single yeah. time. It's like, what are you going to do? I yeah. have a ticket. Uh oh. That's so great. Uh oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be interesting what they do with Logan Paul, just because you got to be strategic who you put him in the exactly. ring with. Exactly. Yeah. Right? As great as he looks at SummerSlam, and he is athletic, he's not a full time wrestler. So, and that plays a big role into how his matches will look. Well, and with, once again, with Triple H at the helm, and in him knowing that, I think whenever we do see him, it will be like, it's not going to be like, you know, five star classic, but it's going to make people go like, oh, look at him go. Like, it's always going to be impressive. It's always, it's not going to disappoint. Yes. And that's what what you should be doing with, with your talents. Do we put Pat McAfee and Logan Paul in the ring against each other? Because I saw someone throw that out there for like a WrestleMania. Not yet. Yeah, it's not yet. Yeah, it's I mean, too soon. Too soon. Probably. I that would be, see, that build would be I'm fun. hoping uh, that we see Pat McAfee and like whatever his next match is is really a stepping stone to him getting Corey Graves back in the ring. Because then Corey has to come uh, in and sit with Cole. Cole has to defend yeah. McAfee against Corey because that's his guy. And then at some point they get into a fracas. I think that's probably then, WrestleMania. I think personally with Triple H in the helm, McAfee's in the Royal Rumble in January. And I think that's his next end ring. I think mm, I, mean, I, well, I, I, I think great. a great pop. Yeah. You know, he could be called. Well, once again, we all love the pop where it's someone's on commentary and then they get called up. Gotta get up from the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Go into the ring. Oh, and Everyone loves would be great it. at it. He's yeah. so. Oh, he's, yeah. He's very dynamic. Dude's he's so very good. good. Dude is so good. Shout out to him just lighting up his his blunt today on his show, by the way. <laughs> he's, just, he's just. My my brother sh- sent me a video and he's just ranting and going about uh, the crazy NFL news with the Miami Dolphins today. And he's just ranting and then you just zoom in and he's just got it. You just see the smoke going up and, and he's just going on his show and. Someone else starts talking. He steps back to take a hit. I'm just like, that dude's got it made. Yes. Like, this dude's got it. That's his show. That's just what he's getting paid to do. And he's mm-hmm. just lighting up right there, right in the middle of doing it. Like, that dude has got it made. He had a football career where he never got touched because he's a punter. It's kind of, yeah. Man, what a life. And then he has his show. He gets to call, you know, travel with WWE and be on commentary and just do some fun matches because he's fucking good at it. Like, that's crazy. Another thing with how sloppy it was is because of how hot it was. It was humid. And those ru- yeah. he talked about it on his oh, show. Oh, that nice. does make sense. He talked sense. about it on his show. And he did not pr- properly prepare because his other matches have been indoor setups. Interesting. He did not prepare for an outdoor humid ring. Mm-hmm. And the ropes were, look at Brock. Brock slipped off the barricade when he tried to jump off because that shit was slippery. Interesting. Of how a bunch, condensation. Yep, yeah. Because of how humid it was so that played a big role in how because he went to that top rope when he did that somersault he almost fell right off he got up there and he legitimately fell backwards he had to put his arm I was nervous I'm like okay I would have felt bad like anyone else I'd be like oh you fucked up right. you fucked up with Pat I'd be like oh right. damn oh no you poor guy yeah to he make it this far and then fall yeah. off just straight up right yeah, just completely yeah. fall off but uh, but yeah. he didn't uh, no. But stuff. I mean it's so great to see the change I appreciate the fact that it's nothing too overbearing Right, like we're not. No, just the idea that we were gonna get like full stop 
was it was not yeah. going to happen, right? There are too many partners. There, right. yeah. there's just business wise, there's so many things to untangle. Yeah, we're not stripping oh, everyone yeah. of titles. We're not doing a bunch of title changes. We're not doing a bunch of returns or debuts. Uh, the roster's not back together tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like we're just slowly little things. The Bailey and and and, and faction thing, and then it, it, a lot of it is just in the atmosphere of the show. It's it's tough to say, right? Like the like the U.S. title picture. Those triple threat matches and yeah. AJ and Champa, yeah, great fucking matches, and that's all it needs to be. Right. Like you know, little moments here and there of oh, return yeah. and Spots whatever. Spots are great professional wrestling. But it's yeah, been organic. It, it has not been there yeah. for a minute yeah. either. Yeah, that like this is. You said five star classics. I was thinking about that after you said it, and it's like I almost think that five star classic is a way for to talk about wrestling outside of the WWE. I don't know when the last time they had what was considered a five star. I think the 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 last time, or at least the one that I that comes to mind, was that um, that ladder match in NXT. Okay. Velveteen Dream was on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, I th- a great match though. Oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. great. Like that's the f- like I don't know if that was the last one. It might be now. All but right, it's, but it's to the Twitter, often. not to Twitter. It's, it's Google. Not often, and we're going to get sports entertainment from the WWE, but we're like those. Triple H understands the bridge between. What Vince McMahon's vision was, which turned this into a global trademark mm-hmm. more so than a wrestling company and professional wrestling fans, right? Like, that's the thing. And it just feels like there's been a cloud lifted. Things had gotten so unfortunate. And it was funny watching that interview on Pat McAfee back from March. Like, I, I'm like, oh, this is the first time I'm really seeing Vince McMahon be human. This is kind of interesting. Now, I didn't watch it originally. Yeah. This is the first time I'm seeing it. So I didn't have my heart broken in any way when he yeah. started getting shittier and shittier. Sure. Um, I, I have a feeling that, but it, yeah, you just, you, you lulled into it. Like the, he's got some very wise things that he does. He's got some very interesting thoughts, you know, he's lived a long life and he's been very successful in certain ways. So there are things that he can say, which are powerful. Uh, but it's, you're just like, man, it's just this huge, these massive skeletons in the closet. Five star matches, Erica. Yes, five star matches, and I can't believe I total brain fart. Um, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins from Hell in a Cell. That was a five oh, star. Yeah, 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 obviously. Okay. Uh, the one before that, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Uh, Dragonov versus Volter. Uh, in August 2021, nice. uh, okay. the one before that, oh, I almost read. I'm like Kenny Omega. I'm like that's not WWE. So that's my perspective. Silly Billy. Walter and Dragonoff again, nice. October 2020. What if Cody Rhodes comes back and he looks just like Dusty in 1981? <sighs> o- like- only if he has that weird growth. Dusty Rhodes uh-huh. hat on the side of his yeah, body. Everything. I don't know what the hell that Colin was. The growth, the, the 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 hat that just looked like it came off of a sitcom from uh, that, that that crispy ramen hair. Yeah, yeah. That, that Dusty had. Yeah, they had the the double the chin going on. I and want a the, more the, pronounced the lisp. lisp. Yes, yes, yes. He just goes. He just throws away all of his his years of speech training. And he's just like the son of the son of a plumber. And he gives the exact promo. The exact <laughs> promo, except for he says the son of a son of a promo, baby. Oh, my what God. What do you think? Any chance? I, I love... <laughs> what do you think? Let's go around the table. <laughs> yeah. Justin? Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> Any critiques? Uh, I genuinely... I didn't even think about that. I look forward to how Cody... We talked about this before we knew that this would happen so quick. Yeah. Because if we go back and listen to our show three weeks ago... We didn't think we'd be in this situation no. for a long time, nope. right? Nope, we were nope, talking nope. about, God, if Triple H took over, what would happen to Cody and this and that? Yeah. Would Cody even be here, whatever? Now we're here. 
what the fuck is Cody going to look like when he gets back? I that's going to be interesting. What type of how is he going to be written? So, like that's going to be interesting see, I to think follow. That we're going to see not so much five-star classics, but we're going to see a lot more three-and-a-half and, and four-star matches. Which I'm all, all about. Sure. And I think we're going to see people getting to finally deliver their own fucking promos. There's like, going to be a lot of intensity. Yes. Just like the, the AEW, I mean, like there'll be more, like more opportunity for training and coaching of in course. terms of that, that, that part of it. But it's going to be much like, instead of like, here's four paragraphs, I want every one of these words said. It'll be like, here's a sentence or two we think is really important for the long-term part of your story. And then... Here's make it yours. Here's make it your like the fact that there will be any make it yours now is going yeah. to be noticeable and a relief. Yes, it's I go to this though, too. And I said this, you know, before regarding Triple H. The difference, too, is everyone always said, oh, Vince McMahon wouldn't ask you to do something he wouldn't do. Well, Triple H did it right. And for those that follow Triple H's career, I don't know how many stories you can probably count on one hand the amount of singles stories that Triple H was in in the main event that you didn't care about. Mm -hmm. That was bad, right? Mm -hmm. How many Triple H promos, face or heel, were bad? The dude did it. He did it at a top level himself for a long time. Yeah. And now he's he gets to, from what he was taught then, from what he figured out himself, and from the experience of doing it, He's going to give it to all the superstars out there in the men's and women's divisions. Yeah. And that's huge. Mm. That it, it, Vince, I know everyone, you know, of course, he's a horrible fucking human being. But when the sense of the business side of it and what he's done for wrestling, I get what he's done. Mm-hmm. But what Triple H can offer will enhance the product 10,000 times more than Vince McMahon, even without the sexual assault bullshit. Right, yeah. even if well, yeah, a just looming around gorilla being weird, like that moment from like uh, such a huge KO mark. Where's KO been, by the way? Yeah, um, that's another one I can't wait to see. But um, I, I I loved the U.S. title little promo package they did, but yeah. they didn't mention Kevin Owens, the greatest right. United States title holder. He wore right. the fucking big hat. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, that's right. Who <laughs> oh, that hat? Not from America. It's his funny. Face, okay, his face was on the fucking ramp. <laughs> yes, it was amazing. <laughs> his big face. That was so but great. that thing where he came back from a match that I thought was a great match, yes. and was told that it sucked. Yes, and that he like it broke his heart, but he but he came back stronger than ever. Like, why do you need that story? How about was it a great match? Fuck yes, it was. I can't wait to see what you do next time. Yeah, high fives, everybody. I know. Like, why can't that be the story? Yep. Kevin Owens didn't need some ancient fucking psychopath to step on his nuts yes. so that he could be the best wrestler he can be. Yep. He's the best fucking wrestler in the world in 2006 through 2016. Not to mention to do so Excuse while me, a sorry. documentary uh, crew was filming every single moment right. of his going on. I mean, it, uh, you know, me thinks there might have been more to it yeah, th- yeah, than perhaps, that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I also wouldn't pass, put, wouldn't put it past Vince McMahon to be like, nah, I didn't like it. Well, what did you not like right. about? Because I, rem- yeah, I think it was that match with, um, was it Jericho? I feel like it Probably was the match was. with Jericho, yeah. and it's like I liked that match. What the hell are you thinking, old man? Yeah, you're talking. Are you talking WrestleMania? Was that WrestleMania? No, I think it was a SummerSlam. Was it was the one where? He, well, that's the Jericho match when he did the. But whatever, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, going back. Yeah, but it's just the idea. Like in three weeks, these when when they're like in the locker room and they're like, he's really gone. Like we can <laughs> actually go and just have fun. And they, they, yes, I'm the boss. Go have fun. Like when they finally are like. Oh, are you uh, sure? We can really do this. Like, yeah. he's not going to jump out. The yeah. old, the, <laughs> I'm here for your soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I, I think one last thing to address, and then I think we do have to touch on AEW because Dynamite mm-hmm. really was a fantastic show. Yes. Um, and a lot of people are talking about uh, uh, Michael Cole and the the about face, the 180 of his 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 delivery on commentary. Or oh, not having a troll he, in his, he, he never knows if he actually his, is violating corporate policy right. or if the old man just trying to like, get like, him to shit his pants because yeah. he's a dickhead. His work in that main event. Outstanding. Holy shit. Fantastic. I've never heard Michael Cole better. When he was like, pin him. Count faster. Yeah. Count faster. That's how I am when the show's on. I'm yeah. like looking at the clock. <laughs> <laughs> it is 1130. No, uh, <laughs> One thing, and I got the quote right here, and I was like, oh, wonder where this came from. I don't know if you guys caught this, and if you didn't, maybe you caught it on social media. Corey Graves threat, uh, Cole, I liked you better when you weren't allowed to have an opinion. Oh. And Cole's response, that's changed. A lot's changed. Oh. I, did, I did see that. That's changed. A lot's changed. Oh, that was good. That was that was really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cole yell in a, my ear now, Vince. Yep. Huh? I one thing I will say, I'm, I'm I don't I don't know the reasoning behind it. They didn't let Pat McAfee do any commentary at SummerSlam. Hmm. And every other time he's had a match, he's done at least a couple matches. Huh. And that's yeah. you know I thought he was at would at least especially because he won the match right. against Corbin. I thought he'd at least and I don't mind Corey Graves, but. I thought he'd at least be out there for the last man standing. They should have had him and Corey on um, for the last man standing. Yeah, so fair. I was shocked that I don't know what the reasoning behind it. The only thing I can think of is Pat's got to be back in Indianapolis for his show. Oh yeah, uh, he, his point. show starts pretty early on Monday, so he might have dipped right after his match. Yeah, to be Maybe. honest. But other than that, like I was that was like the the that downside, and then Kid Rock. Uh, I saw way too much of Kid Rock's tongue on SummerSlam. That was a downside. Mm. Uh, that was about it. <laughs> you know that, that that was the downsides of, of my SummerSlam. I didn't get Pat McAfee on commentary, and I saw Kid Rock's tongue a little too much. I hope this also means now that Triple H is at, in charge of creative, we don't have as many Kid Rock songs uh, oh being the theme to to to. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah, I mean, at I this point, at this point, it. we're. We're going to get a lot from. I don't know what his status is in terms of friendship. A lot with of Kid metal. Rock. That's all he I'm may, saying. We're getting a, a lot fan. of metal. He and Kid Rock may Kid Rock may be on commentary now. I'm not going to worry about <laughs> the Kid Rock status of the company right now. I'm glad that we're going to see good women's wrestling with this amazing roster yeah, that you have that is right. capable of great women's wrestling. Uh, and shout out to the writing. Speaking of uh, going back to the women's division, Rhea Ripley just bullying the fuck out of Dominic Mysterio no is kidding. fantastic <laughs> yeah. content. Just great content. Like great he, content. She just he body slammed him onto the apron at SummerSlam, and then she had a full leg lock last night. I'm just like, this is great. I don't know. Why. Dominic needs to get rid of that damn mullet, bro. Like, what do you got going on? No, well, I'll, I'll quote the the meme that's been making the rounds. He's paying homage to his father, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> so. It's so bad. <laughs> I never said so I, messed up. I never said it wasn't messed up, <laughs> so messed up. But that's what the meme said, and you know what? They made me laugh. Oh, it is. Now I want to because we do have to talk about AEW because yeah. that was a phenomenal show, and not a knock on AEW, but you brought it up. I'm like, that was really fucking good. But so much has happened in WWE. I I always forget it was the same week. I'm excited right. to be reminded of what happened on AEW. <laughs> right? I want to bring up Phil real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Um, Episode title, is, let's talk about Phil. Let's talk about <laughs> let's Phil. Let's talk about Phil. Look. Dot, dot, dot. Story queen. Ask anybody. Triple H. Yeah. Ask anybody within the 10 year, almost 10 years he was gone. 
I was the biggest advocate to bring that, have that fucker be back in wrestling. Yep. Every Royal Rumble in the office. <laughs> yeah. He's coming back. He's coming back. Okay, baby. It's okay. Continue. <laughs> um, and I, and I completely support him and why he left WWE a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. Completely get it. Glad he's back in AEW. Popped hard for that moment mm-hmm. on Rampage last year. Mm-hmm. Whenever the hell it was. Last, two years ago now? A year and a half? Whatever. The initial promo, I knew shots were going to be taken. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? Mm-hmm. Get over it. This is like, at this point, like someone who got cheated on 15 years ago, and you felt really bad. They got really got fucked over. And 15 years later, they're still going on about this person, right? So he gets asked about, and I'm assuming you guys know what interview I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about, yes. And this is before SmackDown and, and SummerSlam happened and all that. Mm-hmm. And he immediately, as much as I agree, of course, supporting Sasha and Naomi and the way they were treated, mm-hmm. that part, yes. Everything else, he's speculating Vince isn't actually gone. Nothing's going to change. So on and so forth, right? And I get he's being asked this, right? And that'll, I'll say that too. Quit asking him about WWE. He's been out. He's been in AEW for long enough. Let's talk about AEW, right? And he's a world. He's a world champion. Talk about AEW. And it just he just drags him through. And I just gotta put him on blast because he was wrong. Even the Sasha Naomi thing, you could say he was wrong because a you're already seeing changes. The the performers, the crowd's happier. The overall consensus is better. The show's great so far that Triple H has been involved. A lot of people are back. Sasha and Naomi are on their way back. All of that. So I get, I understand he's never going to support WWE. He'll never be back there. He, He has that grudge. Totally get it. But come on, dude. At this point, if someone asks you about WWE, your response is, I work for AEW. Let's talk about that. But instead, he always goes on these rants. And he just sounds like, at this point, bitter. And I understand he got fucked over horribly, horrible situation. Get it. But at this point to drag at, at this point, it's, it's disrespectful to the performers over there. Right. Vince is, is gone. Sorry. And now you're going to, Oh, Vince may not be gone. He's gone, dude. He's retired. Like, yeah. I was, I was concerned that he'd still be pulling the strings back. Right. And I mean, maybe he's pulling some strings, but not, He's, he's clearly not running the There's show. There's clearly a change. Zoom. Yeah. There's clearly a change, right? And, you know, and he brought up Sasha and Naomi using that situation uh, to kind of fuel his point. Nothing's going to change. Everything's going to be the same there and so on. And I just want to say he was wrong, and we found that out within one weekend. So okay. go ahead. I know you yeah. had a response early on. Two things. One, he almost died, and he's never going to let that go. And I think if any one of us were in that situation, we would be bitter as fuck. But to, died of embarrassment after that UFC match? No, of the of the horrible staff infection that they tried to treat with oh, a Z-pack. Oh, right, 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 sorry. The staff infection. Yes. The, the doctor got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's that. And, and two, uh, I'm sorry, bitterness and never letting things go, that's just wrestling in a nutshell. How many times have we watched Bret Hart talk about yeah. Any random thing and just be yep. like, oh, by the way, fuck Bill Goldberg. He ended my career. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. that's just wrestling. Sure. Okay. That's just it. what that that's what's going to happen. Sure. That's what it's going to be. Um, you know, hooray for CM Punk being wrong. I'm glad for, about yeah, I'm it. Glad but he's wrong, but sure. I just I just I know in my cold black heart that if a place almost killed me, I would I wouldn't really I 
it'd be hard for me to I'm be not, like to move on. I think it's more the you're fired on your wedding day, sent overnight, so they knew you'd get not, there, and that's why he Triple H. But that, that's, I'm yeah. with you. I don't care what he has to say about WWE anymore because now it's only it's a political thing, right? Yes, like it's like I, he's running for office, I, the anti WWE party, because he's not really intimately yeah. connected with not, any of it anymore. Yeah, and I am not asking him to support them. I'm not asking him to say any nice things about them. Again, I, under, I completely understand the situation. Completely understand why he never wants to fuck with them again. Support all of that situation. All I'm saying is this at this point, you going on a rant. Every time at any convention or interview, whatever, that someone asks you about WWE, it just, it's overdone at this point, right? And now yeah. you're just saying negative shit because you don't like them, right? Because, yeah, and, that's and, and what again, happens when you, and, someone and again, almost kills but you. But here's the thing. He's not focusing on that situation. He's taking any whatever situation, so they talked about Vince retiring. And just because of what happened, oh, Vince, nothing's changing, Sasha and Naomi this and that, talking negative about every specific situation. And again, it's overdone, and it's almost losing the point of, of what it actually is. Well, right? shit, maybe. Who knows? Maybe after that made the rounds, maybe that led to some last-minute changes. We don't know. So if anything, thanks, Phil. Sure. Thank you. That is wild spe speculation, yeah, we Your don't Honor. know. Yana, Yana, Either way. Yana, speculation. Either way. You know, we'll you know we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Let's talk about AEW really quick yes. because man, we it's almost it's almost eight bells. Yeah, you yeah, guys. What we got what we got. Uh, so <sighs> Ricky Starks is a star. Holy shit! Ricky Starks is a star, and if you didn't believe so, uh, 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 last until until last week. It was confirmed that promo he gave after the match with with Hook, which by the way, Hook is the new FTW champ, uh, as as honestly he should be, uh, because perhaps uh, more credibility on that title than the TNT title at this exact moment. Honestly, yeah, right in this moment, you are correct. Weird, weird. A lot of titles, a lot L of titles. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but Ricky Starks, um, awesome. Uh, the the match against Danhausen, fun. The match against Hook, also fun. You know, you, you like this whole thing, uh, uh, fucking, fucking Hobbs turning on him. Absolutely fantastic. Like that whole moment, that little 20 minute segment, so much happened in that bit, but it's, it started little kernels of new stories and it's exciting because I, I, you know that like Hobbs and, and Starks is likely going to build to, to all out, which I'd like to see. And it's, it's, it'll be a feud without a title in it. Um, you know, right now, I think largely due to the fact that they only have three hours of television, a lot of the feuds in AEW are around titles. There's not anything wrong with that, but, you know, you can have just a good old-fashioned feud yes. without, you know, a, a, without a, an accessory involved. There, there's a benefit to having that. I Look, that segment overall, Amazing. I love that you started with that. That might be... And this is, again, I know you guys always think I hate on AEW. This is not me saying AEW is horrible. I'm genuinely just trying to compliment the fuck out of this because I was so in on this. From, starting from the Danhausen match and going all the way through uh, to Will Hobbs might have been the best segment work on, in Dynamite history. There were so many things going on. Within that. Multiple from, payoffs. Yes. Mm -hmm. So within that, and I brought my tweet up from last week so I don't miss it. Miss anything. You get the comedic fun of Dan Housen, yep. right, in that match. You get the first big moment for Hook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get the face turn, the passionate face turn of Ricky Starks. And you instantly give him a monster heel in Will Hobbs. 
in a great moment that I I had the same reaction that everyone in the crowd did. Holy shit! Yeah. The second Hobbs took his ass out, great, beautifully executed by both of them. The second he did that, my mouth was wide open. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that was good. Was everything right. about that was so good. Ricky Starks, everything you said about him is so true. That guy is a superstar. He's replaced, you know, everyone talks about the pillars of AEW. If we're playing that game, Sammy Guevara is not even on that in my brain anymore. No, he fucking, he, he, uh, he really ex himself right off of that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. well, well, we're going to have to just uh, put up a temporary right. hold here. Scoop him out of there <laughs> yeah. and build a new pillar. But I mean, you put Ricky Starks on there. I don't yep. even know if Darby Allen's on there at this point, really. Darby hasn't done too much. He's on outrageous. all the time. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. He is I'm on not all the time. Huge, uh, oddly enough, I'm not a huge Darby Allen yeah, fan. Like, I he's don't know fine. why. He's good. It's, I don't know if I'm that high on him. At least to call him one of the pillars, right? At this point, the only two that I'm really like solidified, like future of AEW, Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy. Okay. Jungle Boy. Holy hell. What? You watch your mouth, young man. <laughs> what did you just say? Woo. That was good. Yeah, Jungle Boy, you know, obviously not known for his promo work. But uh, he lit it the fuck up yep, yep. and was kind of awesome. That might be my favorite story in AEW right now. Jungle Boy and Christian. It's, I love Christian. I've, I'm such a huge fan of Christian. I love the fact that we, and I mean, this is across the world. You know, this is not an indictment on anyone here. But like, he outwork, outwork everybody and you only get four matches. And uh -huh. then like, the shirt changes and worked it everyone. worked everyone. I'm like, you motherfucker, that is so fucking good. Like, I enjoy it more each new time I think about it now that the turn has come right. and the story continues to get good, not only am I enjoying the, the dynamic that I'm seeing with these two guys just slugging it out with just inflammatory statements back and but then I'm like, and this motherfucker sold people a shirt that said, outwork everybody, and then sold the same people a shirt that said, worked everyone. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. That's that's, amazing. that's a the carny gold right there. Yeah. I, I yeah AEW is good. Uh, Jericho getting a title shot with Moxley, I guess. I mean, I I hope. Sure. Yeah. He's the I, first title holder. He can't last forever, right? Vince McMahon has fallen. <laughs> There's no way that yeah. he can last forever. By the way, I did anyone hear? I was listening to a snippet. It was a very small snippet. I don't know when it happened, but. Uh, Jesse Ventura came on talk as Jericho. Oh my God! And, he's like, and I just want to tell you, Chris, the one time in my life that I have been angrier than ever before was watching these mealy-mouthed, cowardly Republicans as the people stormed the Capitol. These traitors! I would murder them with my hands if I saw them. <laughs> like, you know, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what yeah. you mean." Hey, honey, um, I don't think yeah. you want to. Uh, come to dinner with me yeah. and the body tonight. Well, <laughs> well, well, and then there was that uh, that joke uh, from the Ric Flair roast where someone said, like, yeah, there's so many white people in this room. If Jericho's wife was here, she'd want to storm the Capitol with y'all, you. Yeah, and, then, and then, like, I heard that, and I, I think, like, I, I, like, I didn't laugh. I just screamed, like, ah! <laughs> oh, they said it! So it's, uh, oh, yeah. Amazing. So that, that entire, I, they all got that entire, that entire segment with Jesse, the body, Chris, I've never been so up. Yeah, and, oh, I, Jesse Ventura, like, just on an aside, Jesse Ventura is one of my favorite personalities because he's, he's the perfect type of, it's like, he's making sense. He's making sense. He's making sense. And then he takes it too far. And 
every single time it's like, ah, Jesse, you were so close to having so many people behind you, but you had to be just a hint too crazy. I blame it on Nam. Okay. (laughs) I just, I just, I'm just like, he um, saw some shit in Nam. (laughs) Saw some shit in the WWE. Yes. Oh man. You know, the world title picture with Jericho though, like I, 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 I struggle to get behind all of it because of the, they, they keep forcing the term interim down my throat. <laughs> oh, here we go yeah, again. Boy. I, it just yeah, ruins boy. it for me. It I know. It for me. Yes. Especially, I hate it because I love Mox. And mm-hmm. I love that Mox has the title. And I love that he's in the main event and doing all that. Can I say, I don't love Mox. Really? I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't. Interesting. Really. I don't dislike Mox. He just, like, as Ambrose, I didn't like him. Um, I he he has an awful working punch. I I hate it. It looks like, like that's it looks the like one thing. Just, They're like, no. Nope, this whole thing is it. that like I'm the toughest guy in the world. And he's like, boop 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 boop. Like what is like? There's so many people with better working punches. That, that it's that, and I know this is, and it might just be just to get the pop out of people because it's a joke and everything. But dudes, quit bleeding. You don't need to bleed in every match. Hey, you know it's my and and, and I, but I I, I absolutely love. That he is in the wrestling stew, right? Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, oh God, here's Mox again. But like, he's just like, ah, uh, yeah, he's the interim champion. <laughs> well, I, gosh, I really wish we could maybe give Jericho a rest personally, uh, just because it's just like, look, I, I understand having Jericho sign with AEW in the very beginning was a very important thing because you know having him defect. Uh, you know, help bring more eyes to the product. Just because, I mean, he is a legend. Oh, yeah, he we had know, U.S. Yeah. Tele- TV credibility, which was so important to this right. move, where we were all, like, sort of like, well, on our internets, we see all kinds of great stuff. And right. he's like, well, we need to also get you to watch it over here. Yeah, like, he doesn't have to be in the main event or at the top of the card all the time. Like, it just, like, okay, we, we, we get it. Yeah. We get it. I will say, it, like, in no way do I hear Chris Jericho great, <laughs> right? Like, right. Yeah. I am much more of the, yeah, he's he's going to be there. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, he's going to be there. Like, complaining about it seems kind of silly. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm not going to complain too much about it as long as the title stays off of him. I agree. Right? Yeah. You know, if Moxley beats him in a couple, he's got two weeks. So in a couple weeks, if Moxley beats him, which he should, I think Moxley hangs on to it until Punk's back, uh, and you have that match. But... Is if Mox beats them and they move on to something else, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I think the other thing is we're gonna most likely see Punk, Mox, uh, Jericho, and probably Daniel Bryan. Those those are four names that I would think almost for sure we'll see at Wrestle Kingdom, assuming that there is a crossover. I I sure hope so. And so you want to keep the idea of Jericho as a top level opponent. So when he goes to new Japan and they push him as a top level opponent, they still have that visions of that. Our amazing, incredible match with, yeah. with Kenny Omega from enough years ago now that he's not capable of that match anymore. And Correct. so you have to, you know, massage yeah. the, sure. the, the whole story a little bit. Speaking of Danny, God, Brian, Danielson. Brian Danielson, I see it right in front of my goddamn face. Uh, that match with Daniel Garcia, Garcia going over, was surprising. Um, perfect time. And, perfect I, time, and I, perfect I, way. I thought it was just a great way to to cap uh, Dynamite on just an incredible note of having people go like, well, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, it was a per- it was a perfect situation for him to go over without Danielson looking too weak. Danielson's mm-hmm. coming off the injury. Hager getting involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell they're high on Garcia. They're high on Garcia in a similar. way way they're high on theory over in WWE right mm-hmm. similar situation where they see a lot in them 
Uh, and yes, I'm, I'm like, okay, let's just put it out there. Snapchat joke here. Ha 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 ha. Continue. Thank you. Uh, so, but yeah, it's you can tell they're they're high on Garcia the same way future wise, and uh, that's a perfect way to give them a big main event yeah. win over a quality name. Mm-hmm. You're not hurting Danielson, but you still get that. You know, him getting his hand getting raised. the rub. Yep, getting the yep. rub at the all, all that all we see on paper is Daniel Garcia defeated Brian Danielson. In you know the main event of Dynamite, and mm-hmm. that's all he needs right now. It was the perfect way to do that. I loved it. I loved it. Speaking of the rub, uh, people can find you on OnlyFans. I know that, Justin. Where else can they find you? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, jeez. Not yet. I'm working on it. No. Uh, the JV <laughs> Sports Talk Pay Per View Pod will return Labor Day weekend. Double header of Pay Per View Pod episodes. Got to make up for lost time, right? Because mm-hmm. we got Clash at the Castle, which Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns, by the way. For the title, like it, yeah, love I, I'm it. I'm not a Drew Mack guy, but I will tell you, I had, I would probably have played Elden Ring instead of turning on the Clash of the Castle before this shift. But like, yeah. Yeah. ding dong, the witch is dead. One o'clock on Saturday afternoon. That match is going to be great, whether Drew goes oh, over or not. Those two put on absolutely. a great match at Survivor Series a few years back. Mm-hmm. This will be fantastic in the main event. Uh, and then that same weekend, that following night, we have All Out. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Episodes for both of those at PPV underscore pod is where uh, you can find us on all those. And I'm interested in Drew. The, the, so it's like Drew left and was forced to go back into the unwashed indies <laughs> for a good long time so that he could come back and do things the WWE way. Right. And now it's going to be fun to see him because I did not see him on the indies. And so it's going to be fun to see him like where Triple H is going to say, yeah, well, the WWE way is very important. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, however, <laughs> lean into some of that 10 years of Cool yeah. stuff you did, and pull a few of those tricks out of your bag. I'm I'm excited to see that. Cause enough with the fucking sword. Yeah, seriously, dude. Which shout out to Triple H on Raw last night. No Omos, no Veer, and no 24 seven title. Oh, oh, that's good shit. Oh, that's such good Great shit. Great job, Triple H. By the way, AEW, stop with the gimmick matches. Damn it. Mm. Dumpster fair, match and a fair. coffin match within one week. Come on, like mm. set up. I mean, right, yeah, within yeah, one week, fair, we don't fair. need it. Yeah, yeah fair, fair, fair. I don't fair, mind. Fair. I'm just. Mm. I don't know. Erica? That's just as long as the match is good. That's, That's all I really I mean, care yeah, about. I'm like, Let him pick his nits. I know. I know. I know. Ruining my moment. You I'm sorry. Have snack of the day. That's true. I should have brought, brought you a snack. That's on me. Snacky. <sighs> Where can people find you, Erica? Uh, well, the kids can just Google me. There you go. Or, Google it. Or Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. There you go. Standing And feature writing... Uh, none of my stuff's been published yet, yet. but but yet, but it, it'll get out there. Oh yes, it'll get out there. WrestlingInc.com, very yeah. exciting. Yeah, the the features brand that people know. It is a brand not more morbidly morbidly unpopular. Yes, you're doing a bunch of dark matches until you get on the show. Um, well, here's well, here's you know, I mean, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn, but like they're they're basically like building like a features department to to create all of these like. Um, like historical type pieces. Mm. Like I'm currently working on. Farmer uh, Burns. Well, no, no, not yet. <laughs> Give it time, though. You know, and I will. Oh God, that's a. Oh God, I'm gonna really piss off my editor. Be like, so I have this idea about Farmer Burns. He'll be like, shut up. No. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I will not. Any idea that starts with Rock hear Lester's me out. There's a farmer. <laughs> Not the first farmer in wrestling. You know who was? Yes. Farmer Burns. But he, would have, like, he would have flipped the ring with a tractor, I bet. <laughs> yeah. He would have flipped the ring with his neck. <laughs> his big old neck. 
I, I'm doing like a like a, a sort of a, a deep dive or like a, a look at wrestlers who have entered the political realm. Oh, you good. Know, that's ba- fun. Basic. Well, basically, like all right, all the politicking backstage. Naturally, they want to enter politics. And let so. me tell you, Chris Jericho, if I found out that a single Republican wife was involved in that <laughs> charge on the Capitol, I would wring their scrawny neck right now. Wife. You see this? You see these pecs? They're four times the size of your pecs, Chris Jericho. If I ever found out that your wife was involved in sedition, I would probably kill you with my bare hands. Uh, you can ignore me on the internet. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Chuck, call me senpai, or you're not welcome back. Have fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. Who is this? In one fall show housing from Sean Housing. It's Macomb County. Produced a podcast of some sort. Dan Housen must come on to this show. Who is this? Who is knocked on Dan Housen's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Dan Housen does not know this. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. I've tricked Dan Housen into promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rule the day. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Yes. That must be the end.